Hey, this is Self Life Love with Dr. K. So today was, oh my goodness, a heavy day, a heavy 30 minutes, I think. Um, You know, today was an important day, one that'll forever go down in history, one that the whole entire world was waiting on, that you know, we've been watching and waiting. The verdict of George Floyd came in today and the police officer was guilty of all three charges. And, you know, when I heard the verdict, like many others, I cried. I was relieved. I just had a mental anguish that kind of followed me because although a man had to die for this moment, I thought about all of the other men and women that have died too. I thought of the journey, how exhausting this has been. I thought of the black men and women that have been lynched because of, you know, their advocacy and and their right, their knowing that they deserved better and that they were willing to die for what they believed in. And, you know, it was just a bittersweet moment. I thought of all of that just in that moment of that verdict, but it also gave me so much hope for a better tomorrow. Being a mother, a black mother, a black woman, a black wife, having two sons and a daughter and a son that sits right in my belly right now, having my own experiences with racial trauma, discrimination, prejudice, being followed in stores, having my car searched, having guns drawn on me and my family from police. You know, I'm really, I was waiting on this moment. I've been advocating for this moment. I've been advocating for change. And not to say that, oh, wow, you know, this is, this is it. No, we have so much more work to do. There's so much more to be done. But this is a, a great sign. It is a positive sign of what's to come, what can come. Because finally, we have someone who is held accountable, who their fellow officers, fellow colleagues said, no, this is wrong. This is not the way to do it. We've been trained. We know how to to treat people. You know, just with them advocating, they created a culture of compassion, of empathy, and for equal rights. We all have a responsibility. I'm not only an assistant professor, I'm a, a licensed professional counselor. And with both of those roles, especially being an LPC, you know, we have ethical standards that we have to comply with. We cannot pose client harm by being unethical, by displaying racial biases, you know, because it poses client harm, which is what happened today. A man died. People die because of the decisions that other people in positions make. And we have to hold people that make errors such as that accountable. That's just kind of the first step. We have to put counselors like myself in place that can de-escalate a situation. There has to be other measures instead of shooting someone, shooting to kill, where we can, you know, protect, our police officers can be protected and they can do their jobs. Because I'm not a police officer. I don't know what that entails. Um, But when anyone is is faced with death, I've been faced with death before, and I know what that looks like. But when you have to have a split second in deciding certain things, I'm not one to judge. So I'm not even one to judge about police reform. I talked about it 
my thing is just transparency and accountability on my end. If people are wrong, pick them out. And you know, everyone deserves to learn from their mistakes. I believe in that for anyone. I don't care what profession that you're in. I mean, we all have a due diligence to do that, to learn from our mistakes and to, to have consequences, especially if it impacts the life, especially death of someone else. If it's that, if it comes to that, if it's that severe, then yes, consequences have to be taken into consideration. That's for anyone. No one is above the law. Um, But I'm here for, and I'm speaking as a victim and a survivor of trauma, not only prejudice and discrimination, but racial trauma, uh, trauma caused by police. I'm speaking for that, for that population. I was fortunate to where I am still here. And so I can speak for those that aren't. Um, you know, I, I can speak as if if something were to happen, the what if, because it didn't happen, but it could have. And it shouldn't have. It shouldn't have. It didn't have to because there's other measures that need to be in place. But as a victim and survivor of trauma, we have to look at what that looks like. And so I am very, very, very so proud of the bystanders that stood there and videotaped to Miss Frazier who videotaped the killing of George Floyd, the murder of George Floyd. You were so brave. You had the audacity to stay on record and you knew what you saw wasn't right. Along with all the other bystanders, uh, you know, you you did a good job staying there and you did all that you could do. Um, it's not hard, you know, it's not easy to be, you know, a leader in advocacy, to stand up to righteousness. Because if it was easy, we'd have more people to do it. And unfortunately, there always has to be a leader of the crowd. And... My pastor used to say, wolves run in packs, but eagles soar alone. There has to be an eagle somewhere to lead the pack. And I want to thank the bystanders because they played an important role, even in comforting George Floyd, even talking to him. You know, he remembers, I'm sure, you were the last voices that he heard. He knew that someone was fighting for him. And I know that because, you know, I have empathy. I teach my students how to have it. It's a key core counselor skill in my profession. And, you know, it's putting yourself in someone else's shoes. It's such a powerful skill. And I teach my students how to to have that. I think we need more of that. But I think the verdict that we saw today means that a lot of us are on the same page, regardless of race, creed, or color. Regardless of racial group or ethnicity, we all were on the same page and we all understood the impact that this type of incident has on Black America and on just people, citizens of our country, Americans. It's just not about Black America. It really is about civil liberties and civil rights. But it's particularly special for Black America because our Black men and women have been going through incidences like this for so long. We've had to fight so many times. We've had to march so many times. You know, there were others 
before George Floyd. For instance, Mike Brown, STL Forever, Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner, Philandro Castillo, you know, (laughs) Ahmaud Aubrey. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And I just, I'm tired of the names. I don't want to say any more names anymore. And I just want change. I really do. I teach my students about the beauty of the world and what it can look like. I teach them about embracing and appreciating individual and cultural differences. I teach them about the importance of looking within and learning who you are and facing your your racial and implicit biases, those unconscious biases that are in our subconscious that we don't even know is there, but they come out in different ways, whether it's a microaggression, a subtle, or, you know, it could be covert or over, either silent or loud, but it's a prejudice. It's a bias against someone who's different from us because of our own insecurity or feelings of superiority or fear of a change of position and racial hierarchy. There's so many factors that, that play into this, so many variables that we discuss and explore in my classes, but at the end of the day, I get them to the last final week so they can say, you know, I have some work to do. Yes, we all do. We all have biases, no matter the profession, no matter the person, we all have biases and we all have biases that we have to check. And so I'm hopeful for today. I think today was a special day because it made us face the music. It made us look. It made us understand the reality of what we saw. And it made us hold someone accountable. And accountability is really the first step to change. Advocacy is the next step to change. Changing policies and procedures having counselors into play. I mean, it's time for us to strategize and really reform the American justice system. There's so many men and women that have been treated unfair. I mean, I think of them. I think of those that have been lynched. I think of just those that have been falsely accused. I mean, this world can be something else, but we have to create change. I mean, I'm a mother of four babies, four brown babies. So I know as a black woman and a leader, an educated woman with four college degrees with a specialty in cultural diversity and counseling, I have a duty. My due diligence is to be a leader in society and to speak about it, to speak truth, to speak life, to speak light and to overcome darkness. I'm relieved. You know, I cried. I was talking to the TV and I told the police officer, I know his name, but I'm just gonna call him the police officer. I talked to him and I said, you know what? I'm gonna pray for you. I'm gonna pray for you. Because he has a lot of work to do. And this is something that he's going to live with too. And I'm empathetic towards all of that. But again, consequences and accountability. I watched the trial every day. I saw all of the witnesses banded together to fight for what was right. 
And it was beautiful to see that. And that's where we need to be as a country, as a people, loving our neighbor, respecting our neighbor. We don't have to be best friends, but we need to respect each other and to understand each other, to embrace and appreciate cultural and individual differences. That's the responsibility that we have as Americans, as people. I mean, we have to have a love for humanity. We really do. We have so much work to do, um, but it's going to take all of us to do our part. And I think today showed that we're on the right track to do so. So I hope you all are filled with hope. I hope even with this trial, you learn something new. I hope you look at your own biases and, and see those areas for growth and improvement that you may have for yourself so you can become better personally and professionally. Learning is a continuum. And I know with my shows, I'm talking about personal and professional growth. You know, self, in life, and in love. It really is about development. It's about growth, rejuvenation, restoration, resetting, reshaping, being uncomfortable. Because when you're uncomfortable, you're being stretched and you're growing. And I tell my students all the time, work through the discomfort. That means you're growing. If you can keep the courage and have the audacity to grow, then grow. Grow out loud. Be proud of your growth. Be proud of where you've been, where you are, and where you're going. Take a stand. Be an advocate. If you see something wrong, speak about it. Speak up. Don't be afraid or ashamed. When your gut is telling you to move and move out loud and not in silence, move. Speak. We all have to speak and live out loud, love out loud. That is how we love each other and love one another is when we have each other's back like we did today. So, you know, I'm just elated with how things went today and I pray for George Floyd's family. I'll keep you in my prayers. Um, My family will keep you in our prayers. And I pray for all of us because this is a a, a struggle for us all. And um, sometimes it's hard to, to look at, but I think, you know, we didn't grow weary. We kept going. And I think this is a turning point for who we are and where we're going and I'm excited about that so grow all that you want to don't be afraid to grow and to spread your wings soar like an eagle I had a chance to see an eagle this weekend as a matter of fact it was my second time seeing one but my first time seeing one up close and my husband took a picture he had a great camera and the picture of the the eagle was just amazing and they've always been kind of my thing an eagle because I'm kind of like one to to soar alone I kind of march to my own drum and you know it's something about an eagle and 
you know, no fear. Live your life and grow. Be hopeful. Don't let your light dim. Shine brightly and continue to shine on. We all need to light a light today. Light our flame. We've been through a lot over the past year, so we need to to let our light shine today, tomorrow, and forevermore. Keep your light lit. Don't let it burn out for anything or anyone. Keep shining. So here's to hope. It's a new day. We've turned a a new corner. And not only can we shine, the sun is shining. And I believe that the soul of, of George Floyd is shining too. So. Mm. <laughs> nice. This was a, an interesting day. But again, I'm hopeful. And I hope you are too. This is Self Life Love with Dr. K. Ta-da!